Thank you very much for coming by. This is Better Health and World, where we consume good food and living right in this crazy world, the human mind, and everything that speaks to maximizing the human experience. I am Matthew Pergamo Jr. at Matthew J. Better, a health student and writer credentialed in dissecting information. Joined by my fellow health enthusiasts and my co-host of the Better Fight cast, Joe Newbauer is at the MMA Historian, Sean Newbauer at MMA underscore Insomniac, and Gabrielle Shirley at Gabby underscore T. Get that show plus this show on SoundCloud, or get every show on our network by subscribing to Better Health and World on Podcast Addict. So I got an article chambered, but first, uh, how are we living, everybody? Doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit the gym a couple times this week. That felt good. Nice. Feel better all around just from hitting that. I've been up and down with eating. I've ate good. I've ate bad. Yeah. yeah. But there's a, at least there's a better balance there. That's good. At least I'm eating good. It's, it's better to eat some good than no good. Are you, when you, do you think the exercising has affected your eating at all? Is it making you eat better or worse? It's something that's come well, up before. The only thing exercising has done is it makes me eat more. I yeah. definitely am more hungry. Builds your appetite, yeah. So, yeah. but I don't grab for deep fried anything. Like, I, I have been, other than tonight, I've done pretty good. You find yourself mostly refraining from the bad stuff mm-hmm. because you don't want to ruin all the exercising you're doing as opposed to justifying the mm-hmm. bad stuff because of the exercising Depends. you're doing. It's weird. When I do cardio, I don't want to eat all the bad stuff. Yeah. When I do like power, yeah, <clears throat> I have a I either have a sweet tooth or I have a, a bigger appetite for different for like big food. Interesting. Yeah. I'm wonder... the opposite. Like cardio, I lose all those calories. Yeah. I mean, I know free weights. They say free hand, free weight. Yeah. Like no machine. Yeah. Is like the best way to lose weight. As long as your form is yeah correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's more of an emotional thing? Mine's a, I think it's a mental thing. I mean, it seems like we're. Because if I'm doing a lot of cardio, it means I'm trying to lose weight, so my my eating habits change. If I'm doing my power workouts, I'm trying to gain weight. Yeah. So I think I'm just like, you know what? Like, I did the seven-minute workout thing. Makes sense. Push-ups here and there. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a Five Guys burger tonight. Why not? Trying to gain a little bit of weight anyway. Okay. Interesting. That actually does make sense, because power you want to eat to make the muscles bigger, where cardio you're trying to... Really, running just makes you skinny. And of course, yeah. it gives you great cardio. You can last longer doing anything, like yeah. walks and anything in life that's physical. But, you know, it at the end of the day, running makes you skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cardio is... And it's great for your overall body because you're just using like just about everything when oh, you're running. Cardio on a proper diet is the mm-hmm. best way to shed those pounds. Yeah, I've been doing my country heat workout DVD. I think it's been... Oh, yeah, um, still need to camp out for that one night. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I like it a lot. I mean, it, I think that's something that's really important if you could find I don't think there's much working out that's enjoyable for a lot of people but mm. for me, I found one that's definitely enjoyable for me and that just makes it a lot easier like I actually want to go and, and that's do the it thing, you know, and that's why we went out and we actually purchased a treadmill today so I now have an elliptical machine and treadmill exactly what I do when I go to the gym because okay. I love cardio and to me there's something about just a run and I like it on a treadmill because I don't like doing it outside like spiritually cleansing yeah like inside the house on a treadmill I like it a big screen TV. Like, I used to love the movie room at Gold's Gym. Yeah. I love going in there and I can just get lost, watch a movie, and walk and run at the same time. I'm losing weight, watching a movie, just kind of like staying busy. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with that was it was so dark in that room one time. I remember my shoe was untied. I went down to tie it and I banged my nose real hard Ooh. up against the railing, the side railing on a treadmill. Man, I had to leave the gym that day. <laughs> Man, one time I stepped on a treadmill that I didn't realize the person before me left running. Mm-hmm. And I went forward in my water bottle, went sailing, yeah. scooted across oh, three or four other treadmills. <laughs> treadmills. There was a person running on one of the game, getting dirty. Look, like what? I did it. I was 
it's set up. It's the universe. That's the one thing about that movie room. As cool as it is at Gold's Gym, sometimes when you're doing something that physical, it might be a little too dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how dark is it? It's like a dark batter. enough that I didn't see the railing and I banged my nose really hard <laughs> up against the side of it. So it, it was it was hard enough. I mean, I don't think yeah, like I um I probably haven't been eating as healthy as I wanted to for being you know starting. Yeah, but you've been working out. Yeah, That's I know, a but thing. for starting like a thirty day thing, like I probably could have tracked my eating and really tracked. I know a lot of people doing, that work out so they can eat what they want. Yeah, I'm I'm one of them. I mean, they still eat some healthy stuff. Like, I'll still watch them eat, like, healthy stuff and put that good stuff in their body. Yeah. Because it's essential. But, like, that way they really are just carefree about dinner. Yeah. If they want to get a brownie sundae, they can. Why? Because they just put two hours in at the gym. I can't do that. I can't do that. I've been eating super healthy uh, all week ever since my son's birthday party on Sunday. That was, you know, some, some cheating was going on there. But since then... And before that, I was eating mostly healthy, but I wasn't being very strict because it was a week between parties. <laughs> for one thing, I just wanted an excuse, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I was eating mostly clean and mostly healthy for most of that week, and now it's complete. And, you know, again, I don't feel as... Yeah, I can always tell when I put on my work pants because they're, they're, they fit me just yeah. enough with all my mm-hmm. stuff on and my belt and I'm all, like, tied up. Like, it's basically a straight jacket with, you know, the What's hands What's crazy free. is my work pants are worked into a way, like, even when I'm fat, I'm, I, know, I know it because I'm, 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 I know when I can't get over because my work pants, I, I, I feel it. I think you know, I put them on and they're real tight. Our work hmm. clothes are the most unflattering, just like, yeah. they just, they don't. You know, allow you to gain much weight. Like you we're just, all members of Fight uh, Club. You got black shirt, black yeah. pants, black socks. <laughs> just the five hundred dollars personal burial money. Yeah, it just or three hundred. You cannot get away with uh, gaining a little bit here and there. You 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 know you can tell when you put those pants on. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So like I've been fluctuating back and forth more or less between the same ten pounds over, you know, the last six or eight months or something like that. So I'm trying to go in this time and be consistent and not cheat or anything. I've really gotten over the late night eating. That's a big thing. And because eating late at night, if you've already had enough of the food that you're supposed to have, especially, is not good. And late at night is when the you know when your demons come out and they let you eat a lot more than you should of things that you shouldn't be eating, you know, ice cream and stuff like that. So I've been able to to quell that, and that's that's been huge and. Or, you know, dropped a couple pounds this week. It's nice, nice. I mean, I know, you know, at the beginning it's always the easiest. So I'm going to try to get past that beginning part. That's because your body goes in the shock. There. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fir- it's, at first it's easy because your body's not used to it and you're working all types of things you probably haven't worked before or, you know, eating the right things where it's just naturally producing, the, you know, good stuff coming out of your body. It feels good. And then you go in the shock. Mm-hmm. Your body doesn't know what to do. And then that's that's the hardest stage. It's once you get in that stage, losing the first pounds, it gets you motivated. Mm-hmm. But then once you lose it, I, I always tend to slack off because when my body goes in the shock like that, I'm like, why am I doing this? It's like all of a sudden hit a plateau. Mm-hmm. But you guys have to realize once you get over that hump, that's when you see the best results. And that's what I'm trying to go into this time. I've also been trying to not eat a whole lot during the early part of the day. With our schedule working in restaurants – most of us here at least you know we're, we're most active that later part of the day and that's when I try to consume most of my calories at this point while I'm giving off that energy because if I eat a lot earlier in the day and then I'm at work 
doing my thing, you know, I'll still build that appetite again. Mm-hmm. But I've structured my day so I have, I mean, I have a lot of things I do throughout my day, you know, homeschooling my son, my schooling myself, trying to build this podcast, trying to write other things, cleaning my house, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So I've managed to get better at managing my time where I'm very busy and active and doing things and you know there are fun things scheduled within that within that that time too and i'm busy so be busy i don't eat out of boredom or anything i don't let you know maybe i am hungry to a point but if you don't notice it and you make sure as long as you make sure to eat everything you're supposed to eat you know i I make sure i eat everything within a 24-hour time period that one should um at this point, I don't write it down. I mean, I, I probably will track it a bit at some point just to, to just because you should. But for now, uh, I am pretty much just eyeballing it, focusing on the good stuff. Uh, you know, as we know, I use grass-fed butter and organic protein and vegetables as much as I can. Um, you know, I know the organic protein is supposed to have a higher nutrient content. And, as is the grass-fed beef. I love that stuff. Got a grass-fed uh, lamb shoulder chop waiting for me. Some rainy day. Or it might be a little snowy tomorrow, actually, in some parts. Not too far from here, but that seems very unlikely. I've been working really hard on first, like, especially portion control. Yeah. That's my biggest thing right now I'm trying to get down. Um, it's not even just eating healthy, but the portion control. Like, even if I do eat bad, if I eat it in moderation, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest thing I've been trying to focus on the last week. I've been doing pretty good. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I ate until I was completely full. Like, I'm talking that overstuffed feeling where you eat until you're ready to pass out. Yeah. That's, like, the unhealthiest Getting used to being, uh, to getting used to hunger feelings and not eating, not, not feeding them, literally, emotionally, is key to losing weight. And I think good to feed them. When you start to get that hunger, if you take just a small snack. Yeah. One of those little chip bags, they're only 100 calories or something, you know, like a very small snack. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you're just feeding that hunger, and it keeps you going. I, I really believe in, like, right now I'm focusing on portion control because if you don't, like, stretch that lining in your stomach, mm. then you're going to stay the same size. Yeah. Don't eat for sport. Yeah. Don't eat. That's you can my eat for problem. fun, but prepare yourself mostly for how much fun you're going to have and make sure you're you in fun. You'll enjoy that. I eat for fun all the time. Yeah, and I get it because food is so good. Hedonist. So, I mean, I chicken love, wings, sushi. Look, I'm a Pinterest guy. <laughs> Pinterest got all kind of stuff on there. I'm I've become like quite the culinary chef at home now. Nice. I know how to make all kinds of stuff. It's fun. You just look at Pinterest. You find something. If if I'm like mm, new Asian dish, I just type it in the Pinterest and I find some kind of new Asian dish. Oh, how do I make this egg roll? Huh? Just type it in there. Mexican food. Oh, they'll, they'll bring up some crazy Mexican food. What's the most glorious, unhealthy thing you've uh, made recently from Pinterest? My own Crunchwrap Supreme. (laughs) And it's funny because just yesterday I made up my own variation of a taco. It was chicken tacos. But it did have like a soft flour tortilla and a crunchy tortilla that was dipped in cheddar cheese powder, by the way. It was like a nacho cheese. Does sound nice. Like hard taco shell. I made a guacamole jalapeno sour cream dip to put on the soft taco to kind of keep the crunchy and soft together. 
and then of course stuffed it with like a fresh pico and then um, uh, cilantro and, and of course uh, cheese and, and Cajun grilled chicken which that might not be the worst thing in theory but I'm sure not every part of it was the greatest for you it tasted good I it was delicious it mm-hmm. definitely was but you know oh and I made I made a, uh, a spaghetti with shrimp and mussels Ooh. Also, good. look at Fancy Pants good. over here. What's going on? Hold on, I didn't see that in the house. Tell you what was really good. Tell you what was really good, nice. cooked, what was really good that um, didn't, it probably ain't that bad for you, that I made a burrito bowl, yeah. but I made it with cauliflower rice. Oh, yeah, that's that's how you nice. do it. Made that's it the steak. substitutions I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, it was a big burrito bowl, but it was with steak. The only thing I couldn't use was the guacamole because when the avocados we got were just too hard. Avocados, man. They they're just so hard they're to get. They're so uncooperative. They're yeah. so uncooperative. Oh, they're never I've ready or it's done. It's always more done than the uh, regular, though. Yeah, organic stuff doesn't last as long. I And organic avocados, you're just asking. Like, I always find the avocados when I go to the grocery store, and they'll have bags of them, and they're all hard as a rock. And I'm like, what? I need dinner tonight. Yeah. Like, I'm making this recipe. But when I go over to the organic section, I always at least find one. Yeah. As long as they have them stocked, I find at least one It's right there. It's, I can smash it with a spoon. Though, because... Like, we, I even tried, the, remember, did anybody read an article that said there was, like, a trick to ripen an avocado in the oven? No. Okay, so they, they say if you set your oven to 200 degrees, wrap the avocado in aluminum foil, put it in there for 10 minutes, that it will ripen. Uh-uh. They lied to you. It does not happen at does all. Does it dissolve I, to the bottom? No, it does absolutely nothing. Oh. Nothing. I was like, and then I put it in there for more minutes, see if that would help. Nothing. I'll tell you what, though, Insomniac, you just kind of inspired me. I really love that idea of the cauliflower rice in a burrito bowl. I'm telling you. Something about that just sounds absolutely delicious with the beans and maybe some chicken and corn and cilantro and jalapeno. I did mine with pepper, onion, sauteed them up. Because we couldn't use the avocados, we made like a um, sour cream mix, which was sour cream, a little bit of lime juice, and uh, cilantro. And steak. And... um, we well, also I mean, I would use probably a chipotle hot sauce. I'm to really eat better. Made. I would probably just substitute the chicken for the steak. Yeah, you could do only that. Only because I'm trying to stay you away a little bit from red meat. And we also I'm not trying to eat too much of I it. I also used a uh, chipotle hot sauce that was really good too. Red Sounds meat good. isn't quite so bad uh, as, as people think it is. If you eat a, it in moderation, a, I mean the the thing is saturated fat, which is going to be more in red meat than things like chicken. I well, I'm sure chicken might not have any. I'm not 100 sure now. how it compares to the proteins. I'm more thinking about saturated fat. I mean, I know a lot's in bacon. I'm pretty sure it's higher in beef. I'm pretty sure that's why they say that red meat is bad for you, is because it's got more saturated fat. Well, I would but, think if you're going to eat the red meat, like in steak particular, you probably have to stick with like the fillet if you're going to do it healthy. Like you're going to pay more for it, but the fillet is a healthy cut for you because it doesn't have the fat. Well, fat can be okay too. Just it's you're talking about portion control. We need healthy fats, and if it's a good cut of meat, like. The grass-fed ribeyes that I get from the store, and they're in more and more your normal grocery stores. You don't have to go to the fancy stores to get those necessarily. Um, saturated fat really, it, it, it appears from a growing body of literature, is really only damaging if you're eating a lot of processed foods and sugar. If you're eating clean, cleaner, those saturated fats aren't as bad. And I would be interested to find out if that can, if you can plan, if it's like within a 24 hour time period or if it's longer than that. So, like, you could have a day where you eat more of the red meat and you just make sure you don't, you know, go out to a restaurant because, you know, they're going to use all kinds of processed stuff. They're going to get the cheapest thing that they can in quantity. 
or you know fast food or the, the boxes of prepared whatnot. And on those days, you focus on more chicken and leaner stuff or what have you. But I don't know. Uh, I'd like to find out. I'll let you guys know. All right. Well, this past weekend was my son's birthday, and a lot of people uh, turned out. Thank you guys for showing up with. Uh, Thank you, Sean, for being there in spirit with the kid that you have in spirit. And I know you missed reality. me. Yeah, I'm sure you would have loved to be at the bounce house. I just took care of my my PJ. He good. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you could have brought the dog. We just, you would have told told them it was your service animal. It'd be fine. I think <laughs> the dog. I tell you what. I work at a grocery store. It seems like any dog's a service animal. Honestly, now. there were so many kids there, the dog would have fit right in. <laughs> I think I would have noticed. Yeah, yeah. There's more important stuff going on in the bounce house. Pandemonium. PJ wasn't getting near that. PJ was going to sit in the corner of the room. Yeah. A lot of people turned out. A lot of people turned out. Yeah, it was and, good, you know, good so I prepared my house. Not many people showed up to the after party at my house. We only had two hours at the bounce house, so I wanted to give people the opportunity to hang out more if they wanted. I was hoping the boy would have more time to play with some kids. In addition to the two hours, it worked out. Uh, a handful of people showed up, a couple kids to play with. He had a blast. They didn't want to leave. They were trying to convince us to have a sleepover. We're like, you want to spur the moment sleepover? You are crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did you get your hands on some of the beer that was out for everybody? Because it ain't happening. But so that was cool. And uh, now my house is nice and clean, and I plan on being more social. It's very easy to for me at least, to be content with my own company. Or, you know, I, see, you know, I have my kid all the time, too. Not at not at nights after work, so I do have a lot of time where it's just solo, and I'm good. Like, I've, I could be good. I'm the same way. But, I, you know, it, I have a lot of friends and a lot of people, and, you know, rallying the troops for the party is one thing that's kind of had me thinking more and more about socializing, and I can go either way. I could be a very social creature. I've been a very, very social creature for a chopped up number of years of my life ever since I was a late teen I guess um, and it is it is an important thing and it's nice and even though sometimes it takes effort to mobilize yourself to get out of the house and you know it's work it's easy to just stay in especially if it's comfortable and you got all your cool stuff at home and you know enough other human beings that you live with or in my case pretty much live with shared time most you know a majority of my waking life at least um but social interaction is very important and it's 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 so i was wondering if there are physical health benefits of being around people and i found an article that is a review of a study that came out the article i found on dr david perlmutter md that's d-r-p-e-r-l-m-u-t-t-e-r.com and he reviews an article of a study that was put out by the department of sociology university of north carolina chapel hill Researchers drawing on data from four large national studies of the U.S. population evaluated the role of social integration versus social isolation in terms of impact on things like C-reactive protein, which is a marker of inflammation, and inflammation, the learning about inflammation, which I, I'm not going to get into right now because I really can't remember all the details, but terrible. It's one of the th Reading about inflammation is one of the things that has really inspired me to cut way, way, way down on sugar, which has been, even when I eat like crap, Still not too much sugar, more than I would like. Uh, but that's one thing that I've really made a conscious effort to, to avoid. So inflammation, blood pressure, waist circumference, and body mass index. 
The researchers found that those individuals who experienced a higher degree of social interaction, meaning interaction with other people, had a dramatically lower risk of detrimental changes in the various measurements. Lack of social connections was associated with significantly increased risk for inflammation, becoming overweight, and even developing high blood pressure. This study revealed that the risk of high blood pressure brought on by social isolation was actually higher than the risk of developing high blood pressure by virtue of being a diabetic. Co-author of the study, Yang, Claire Yang, a professor at the University of North Carolina, commented on the study by stating, Our analysis makes it clear that doctors, clinicians, and other health workers should redouble their efforts to help the public understand how important strong social bonds are throughout the course of all our lives. So I, I, I like that. I like that there's... Um, I mean, I figured there would be. Just, you, you know, we t I've talked over and over again about uh, our perspective and our how we think and how that affects not only our mind but also the physical processes of our brain so something that seems like it's purely mental will you know it does physically affect us and it's no surprise i mean it's it is it still is surprising to me that it, that being socially isolated can cause inflammation but i do believe it but i wonder but i guess if we're gonna if we're gonna play critic here and uh, say maybe correlation does not prove causation. Uh, are all the participants completely equal, even in all other things, or people that are socially isolated might be more likely to eat garbage and be sedentary and, mm. and what have you? So maybe they, maybe it's because they have self-conscious problems, or maybe some people that social socially like you know inept. Maybe it's because they also have mental problems as well, like maybe anxiety or maybe, um, you know, stuff like that. So that can lead to eating more. Shy. Being stressed, They depressed. could just be really shy. Well, that too, but, yeah. Yeah, and people that are, are in bad shape will probably naturally be isolationistic too. That might have been more or less what you I mean, I know about. some really heavy people yeah. that are very active. It's like they're more active than me. Yeah. And it just makes me wonder, like, what are you eating? Yeah. Because they hide it. I mean, food's a sugar. drug. Food's a drug for a lot of people. Sugar, soda. Just people can. I see people put it away. Like, oh man, like it's it's their water. They put it away. They're they're like in the like some of those '90s alien comedies where the person comes down and they're drinking a bottle of ketchup or you know dumping half a gallon of sugar and. In, into just as much water. It's crazy because my problem has never been sugar. Yeah. Like me, you my, like the fats. The like, I, I the like, like I used to love chips. Of course, fried chips. Oh mm. my god, chips are a problem for me. <laughs> but um, also with that, like I think my other problem is I have such unhealthy eating habits. Yeah. Really, I you can ask you can ask Gabby. She watches me eat three times a day. I don't eat that terrible. No. My problem is I have my days where I'm so inconsistent on how I eat. Mm. I'll literally eat, okay, before work, I'll go eat something like 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 a Pop-Tart or something. Say like that, like one piece of a Pop-Tart. Mm. And I'll drink coffee, probably like six cups throughout the day. But I won't eat anything because mm. I'm filling up on like coffee and stuff like that because coffee will fill your stomach. What do you put in your coffee? I do put creamer. Sugar. And that's probably the, you know, I'm starting to base it. That might be the number one thing mm -hmm. I need to cut back on is somehow my coffee during the day. No, it's not, it's not the coffee. It's the creamer. Yeah, I, I've I agree. I've been uh, putting coconut oil in my coffee. No creamer or whipping cream like I used to do or anything. Like, I've been really trying to cut back on... I tried well, I mean, drinking coconut... a black cup of coffee, and that was miserable. 
No, but I was you not can happy. use a, a cream or a little bit of cream or not as much creamer, but it's 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 those. Have you tried the unsweetened almond milk? I haven't yet. Not bad. Uh, not a big fan. If you get used to it. it, if you get used to it, I am starting to think. I do agree with you. Coffee might be my biggest downfall. Yeah. That might be because I drink a lot of it. Maybe I do put too much creamer in it. Just stuff in the coffee. Where I luck out is I'll, I'll, I use creamer at the house, but when I'm at work, I just use a little bit of. It's like a dash of light cream in my coffee, and that's it. So. That's not really doing anything to me. But you use those creamers, and I, you like the creamers that I like. The International Delight. Or yeah, the, they got or, stuff in them. Yeah, the good ones. They got like the, stuff. The, the 7-Eleven creamers. Oh, oh the colors so of the rainbow. They're so good, but, like, they are Give me one of each. You know what? I think you're right. I think this right now is motivating me. I think starting tomorrow... I'm gonna start trying to just drink coffee with almond just milk. Just put a little dirt in it. Well, no, if you're gonna do it with the creamer, you can have one cup that way or something. But you just said six. Yeah, that's the thing. I drink and I drink big cups. Like or I the fill problem, my coffee cup all the way up, and then I'll go for seconds later. You could you could do that actually. The one the first one I was doing that because I was bound, I was thinking I was when I was doing the whipping cream I was using maybe a little too much. Um, so I was, I would do one with that, and then I would do the unsweetened. Well, let me milk. put it this way. I'll show you. I know, I know you can't see. Six of those cups. We're not on, it's like a six. It's a no, sixteen ounce. I'll probably do like two full ones. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. But this is this is probably at least two to. That's like a sixteen ounce cups, cup. Right? Yeah. yeah. So okay, here's my thing, and I, I wish we were on YouTube already, but we're not yet. But Matt, I'll show you this. I'll fill my coffee up about this high, mm-hmm. and then the rest for creamer. And that's probably Oosh, not good. It's right? like a twenty percent. That's that's mm-hmm. more than uh, exactly. What's her face would have to add to her body to go up a division. And I'm sitting here thinking about it. Sometimes you get in these habits, and look, I didn't even realize I was putting that much sugar. I'm sitting here talking about how I don't eat much sugar because I don't eat a lot of sugared foods. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize my coffee every day right now. It's the beverages, man. People drink their calories so much. They don't realize it. So much. They're just lying to themselves. They know. They're in the and I drink plenty of water. One thing I try not to do is get dehydrated. So I always say here, when you get dehydrated, that's very unhealthy for you. I've been drinking more seltzer water. It's a nice change up. It's awesome. And it's also good for your stomach. Yeah. And another thing is I'll drink one soda a day. Like if I do want a soda, I'll drink one, a small one. I won't, I do limit myself. Yeah. You treat it like a candy bar, like you should. Yeah. Now though, I'm starting to realize maybe it is the coffee. Yeah. I need to start tomorrow adds up. cutting back because I drink a lot of coffee every single day. I drink coffee, lots of it. I consume lots. I need to find a different way to drink it. I need to drink it more naturally is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Good thing we talked about this because I just had a revelation. Well, that's awesome. That's <laughs> well, awesome. That's what For insomniac us. does. It just lets you know what you're doing wrong in your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't start me, insomniac. Well... I think we, we realized that for us at the beginning of our relationship that uh, we were like gaining a lot of weight. We're like, what is, what is going on? Like, Wine. usually, you know, when you yeah, get in a relationship, you both like you're some happy. food. And yeah, once you, and once you, you get know, in a relationship, you don't need to attract anybody. And you're like, <laughs> so, you get a little comfortable. Like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, no, for, uh, well, for us, it was we really got into wine. And every night, Mine's fun. after a nice, no, it was killing hard me. day at work. Yeah. I wasn't was, used to it. My body I been there. went through a radical change. I gained the most weight I've gained in a long time. Oh, me too. I mean, I was really heavy. I mean, in our line of work, every night is Friday, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, You're kind so right. of, uh, in a I way. I was picking up a bottle of wine every night mm-hmm. on my way home. Every night. And I was drinking the whole thing, and I, and I was drinking red wine. And it's not Saturday, it's Friday, because it's like the weekend is always be, uh, before us. The whole weekend is always before mm-hmm. us. Every day we get off work, if you let yourself well, have that Monday mentality. Well, Monday is a Friday. I mean, yeah. I mean, any, yeah. 
Any day we don't. Even if we don't work, we treat it like a Friday because that's the night we go out. We get stuff mm-hmm. done. We go, you know. Ugh. And then when you get to an actual Friday with uh, our ilk, it can you can it can really get thrown down. Ugh. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I started with the small bottle of wine, then I realized I was drinking a double bottle of wine. Yeah. Red wine. You're just I'm like walking out of your car, like, where did this thing come from? How did I? I am not kidding. You can ask Gabby. I was starting to have all types of health problems. Like, I was literally, I I didn't realize I was killing myself. I got the three-quarter gallons of Sutter home. How did I get this? I thought I just had four glasses in here. And here I am thinking I'm doing better in life because I'm not going out and drinking all the time. Like, I used to drink nothing but Long Islands. Still do. And that's my my beverage of choice. If I want to have one good, strong drink, I go for a Long Island. And it gets me done for the night. I like to have one throughout a podcast. Loosens me up. But I think you abuse it once you go past two. You have two Long Islands, that's on like a stressful night. It kind of like mellows you out. You don't get too drunk. You definitely feel something, but you're good to go. Yeah. But once you go past that, good night. It's troubling. Good night to everybody else. Thank you very much for listening. I hope this helps you love and understand this human experience at least a little better. Like, share, retweet this episode. Find Better Health in the World on SoundCloud as well as the Better Fightcast, your tightest coverage of mixed martial arts for rookie fans and vets. To get every show on our network, please subscribe to Better Health in the World on Podcast Addict. Follow us, Joe with the MMA Historian, Sean MMA underscore Insomniac, Gabby at Gabby underscore T, and me at Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls. Peace. Bye.